Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Casting Angles with Mac Brown. How you doing, Mac? Doing great, Marvin. How are you doing? As always, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. Um, you know, we've had kind of, uh, for some of us older timers, I wouldn't say we're old timers, uh, more traditional kind of late winter, early spring weather in the mid-Atlantic. What have you seen in Bryson City and what have you seen on the water? Well, it's been really, really cold the last few nights and uh, we were down in the teens. This morning, which for, you know, we were up in the 70s a couple of weeks ago, nice weather and that cold weather definitely has put a slowdown on it the last few days. And um, it should be back. We're supposed to get back warm midweek and back in the 70s, low 70s here. So we'll get back seeing a lot of good activity up on the top. But the cold weather, you know, we didn't really see the hatches and a lot of bugs up top or anything like that the last few days. Uh, got it. And, um, and I guess we're getting pretty close, right, to uh, to DH being ready to go, right? Yeah, it's – well, the, the state water is going to open up here the 1st of April, and, and that's going to make a big, you know, big – hurrah for the first of april you know like the little church down below us there on deep creek that last year i think there was about 30 cars opening day in april but um you know the national park's always open and the dh is always open right now so but it's just all the state maintained water's going to open up the first of april uh gotcha yeah I've, it's uh it's interesting do you know kind of what the stocking schedule is kind of on the tuck for the dh water no i haven't looked to be honest i mean i know i know we're supposed to get I'm sure Bryson, Bryson got, you know, a stocking again a few weeks ago and, and we saw the truck for the, I was down actually talking to Jimmy down there in the yard. Would you come up to my driveway? And we saw the state truck go by to put them in the, you know, the, the state water and they, they were down there. So I went for a run that night and I looked off the bridge and I saw like 60 off the bridge there on deep Creek. So, I mean, I know they stocked all that ready for the big hurrah. Yeah. Opening day. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, we were talking last time we were trying to help people kind of pull instead of push and talking about three point grip stuff. And we were talking about what we wanted to talk about this time on the casting side. And uh, we decided we wanted to talk about, you know, how to actually practice and get better. And I think the the nicest way we figured out how to say that was to practice with intention. That's right. Yeah. To have some intention when they when they practice is a big part of it. And having a cell phone you know, to be able to record and then look at you, look at yourself. But then the question comes up, well, what am I looking for? And, and I think that there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of places out there to figure out movement of pause, power and path. I mean, path's pretty simple. If you want a line to go straight, then you got to move it straight. You can put a phone out in front and see if you're moving straight. I mean, it sounds so simple, but I'd say only about a hand, very, very small percentage actually moves straight, which is, basically talking about tracking um force application you can also see that you can see if it's too much too much speed too early which is going to open it up like the st louis arch you could drive a mac truck through a loop like that um that's another big part of it and then of course the pause is a big part of it you know what if they don't wait long enough that's probably the most common fault with with timing is people try to hurry things in the longer line you carry the longer you wait even if you're throwing it fast, you're going to wait longer if you have 60 feet instead of 30 feet. So I think having a phone, and I think really the best way probably is to go through some type of training, some kind of 
daily one day training or two day training or something where you where people know what to look for. And once they know that, I think it's pretty empowering that they can basically guide themselves for those improvements you're talking about. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because like when I practice, I usually just set a timer for 30 minutes because I think that's kind of about the max, right? Um, And Mm -hmm. I generally try to set a goal for something I want to work on, right? Um, You know, so I might always warm up by practicing on being smooth, but then there's something specific that I want to work on. But then the other thing too, and I'm sure – You've got something like this, like I've got an old duck blind bag and I have a bunch of little soccer cones um, right. and I have uh, I have a rope in case I'm not on a soccer field where, you know, you're talking about straight where you can lay that rope out and you can basically track the fly line or the ride tip on it. Um, and then, of course, I've got like a track and field measuring tape. So those are kind of some things that are always um, always in that uh, duck blind bag. Oh, yeah, it's great. That's a great toolkit, you know, to have to. Work on different drills. Um, the triangle drill is a really good one. Lee Cummings uses a lot over in, in England. And David Lambert uh, he put it in a book called Smart Cast back in the early 90s. And that's that's kind of like the cones and the, and the rope you're talking about. That works fantastic to put three points and just to throw horizontal. And it does so many things. If, if the line actually goes straight and lands on the rope, then we had to apply, you know, the perfect amount of, forced in order to do that if we have too much it's going to kick if we have too little it's going to not straighten so you basically you're also learning about force application of negative or positive cast and you know straight actually being the hardest yeah <laughs> it's probably the hardest for people when they're learning yeah and it's funny it's um you know that i guess there aren't dime stores anymore so i can't find anywhere to buy hula hoops oh yeah those are those are great the hula hoops and um we still have a few hula hoops. My mom got the kids when they were little. and But I'll tell you, a fast way to do it is using uh, PEX, like the PEX piping for plumbing, and just putting connectors. I mean, I make a lot of uh, two-foot rings out of PEX, and it makes a perfect you know, circle. You just put the connector and crimp it on. I've got a bunch of red and blue colored ones, and those work real well for accuracy drills. Yeah, and I think too, you know, if you're looking for a roadmap um, to practice, I think the CI exam is a pretty good training roadmap. Oh yeah, I, I agree with you there. It's I think it's a really good, a real good basis for for the you know the basic, the basic concepts of the fundamentals, and a lot of people overlook it, and I think. I think I sent you a text on that earlier. The most common thing I hear on the road this winter is people will say they're doing well at at 35 feet and they're having trouble going on saltwater trip and they can't throw 50 in the wind. And it's like, well, I was going to, I'll throw it out there just because it's definitely one of the most common things I've heard over the years. And the reality is 35 feet, we could have good, bad, and ugly all going on and it's still going to make it 35 feet. What separates it is what goes on past that, and that gets back to the fundamentals of what we're, you know, talking about a pause, power, and path. And I think that's a big, you know, that's a big admission to where their thirty-five foot cast probably has a lot to be desired. You know, if we're having trouble going past that, because if it had everything going on with the proper ingredients, and then fifteen, thirty, sixty feet further wouldn't be any big deal, but. It's obviously a big deal because there's a problem short, you know, 
So if we fix the problem in the short game, it helps the middle to the long game. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you say that because I kind of think about um, you know when you make that jump from you've got you've got your cast as far as you can go without hauling, and then you know for me when I started the double haul, things started to break down. I would actually cast not even as far as I could cast without hauling until I did some work. Right. Yeah, because that can throw the timing and throw a lot of things off. You know, too early, you get you know deviates away from straight line path and too late you know the other ill effects happen um there's a lot of different things with the hall the hall has to be a mirror image really of the application of you know the, the amount of force you're using with the rod it needs to match like a mirror image yeah and i know you recently just uh, finished up a school you have any more schools coming up you want to let folks know about yeah, we have another one coming up the 29th of this month in Looking forward to getting that started. We're going to be staying here on Deep Creek, on East Deep Creek, a cabin right next to the National Park. And we're going to have that go on for five days, Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting that started. Then we still have a casting class there in April. We've got one spot left open in that, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, the advanced casting class. And that covers the CI test that you're talking about and also the advanced line control that people want for fishing. And I wanted to tell you another one, Marvin, about a boot camp we're going to do up in the Driftless area on the weekend of June 8th, 9th, 10th. That weekend, three days long, and the details on that can be found on the on the website. Well, awesome. And you want to let folks know the website. And then also I imagine, too, that uh, you might have a couple of guide spots if someone wanted to hop in your boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's busy. Like April. April's like late March, early April is like crunch time always in this part of the country. So, yeah, the the website is just MacBrownFlyFish.com. And we'll have a lot of uh, blog posts and different information on that. If they're interested on, like you're talking about double haul, there's all kinds of, I think there's 300 and something articles on the blog on that. So that's where I used to just sit down at night and always put up you know, different articles on different topics in casting and, and fishing over the years. Uh, got it. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. If you want us to talk about something specifically, either about Western North Carolina fishing or about casting, you can either DM us on social media or shoot me an email, and we're happy to answer your question. And, uh, you know, folks, it's kind of funny. It's been cold, but it's going to probably be in the, almost the 80s by the weekend. You owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Tight lines, Marvin. Mm-hmm.